Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. history. Daniel Lanois turning the age of 71 today. This is a guy that worked on some of the biggest albums of the 1980s, including uh, Peter Gabriel's So. He was also heavily involved with Brian Eno and U2 as well. That's the maker from Daniel Lanois turning 71 years of age. We are in the city of Penticton at the South Okanagan Events Center. Bob Stoffer with you, and this is Oilers Now. The Winnipeg Jets rookies and the Calgary Flames rookies are on the ice as we speak. They're about two minutes into the first period. The game has just gotten underway. Later today, the Edmonton Oilers rookies 2-0 take on the Vancouver Canucks rookies who are 2-0. Uh, the Canucks with the oldest team here. Uh, to be frank with you, and I don't think it's been close in the eyes of many of the uh, scouts uh, and people from other organizations and media uh dylan holloway has been the best player in this tournament so far so it's got to have people in oil country really stoked this is oilers now it's brought to you by digitex by our least your next office network printer from the digitex.ca e-commerce store alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office it and supplies coming up on today's show in about a minute and a half time uh cam moon is going to slide into the broadcast booth cam is going to broadcast tonight's game uh, later this afternoon's game, uh, along with Brendan Batchelor on uh, Oilers TV. That's how you can access the game between the Oilers rookies and the Canucks rookies. Uh, John Shannon, uh, our NHL insider today for Legacy Heating and Cooling at 1235. Jack Michaels will join us live from Penticton at 105. Edmonton Oilers Assistant General Manager Keith Gretzky at 135. That's what we got going for you. We will tell you as we are speaking right now, and we are going to go into our top story for legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need. Get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. As uh, uh, we are uh, just getting underway here in Penticton, back in Edmonton, on the ice today, the Edmonton Oilers announcing earlier today that two players have been brought in on PTOs. One is Jake Vertanen. Uh, and this is obviously... Uh, created a, a fair amount of uh, commentary out there on the Twitter verse. Uh, the other is Jason Demers. They're both coming in on professional tryouts. Uh, we'll get to some comments on uh, about uh, the the plausibility of those two players making the team. Uh, so that is our top story. The Oilers did in fact end up adding two PTOs. Uh, the rookies will wrap up their tournament tonight. We'll fly back after the game tonight. 
Uh, and then Wednesday, NHL training camp starts around the National Hockey League. Again, the Oilers will have Jake Vertanen. You heard Eileen Bell throughout the course of the uh, newscasts uh, since about 9.45 this morning when the release came out, uh, basically explaining that uh, Vertanen was found not guilty of sexual assault in B.C. court back in July. He is looking to jumpstart his uh, career. And there's a lot of... Uh, uh, people that have a lot of opinion on Vertanen, and and again, found not guilty. We'll see how this goes. Uh, the Oilers in the past have uh, been able to uh, resurrect, uh, frankly, distressed assets, and there's a lot of people right now questioning why Edmonton would even bring Vertanen into the camp. We'll focus more on the hockey end of things, and we should have some audio for you. I think that uh, Jake uh, Vertanen and Jason Demers, Demers was actually in Edmonton Saturday, uh, they are on, uh, They did the skate, the, the pro skate today of the players. So I, I'm not sure if it's quite started yet, but momentarily it'll get going. Again, we're in Penticton, uh, so I'm going to bring a board from the Oilers Radio Network. Welcome back to the show. He's doubled as the engineer. Uh, special shout-out to Derek Scott back in the 630 Jed Studios as well. Uh, but uh, we welcome back to the show Cam Moon. Cam, how you doing? Good, good. How are your levels? Are you happy? Your levels are good? You can hear everything yeah, fine? Yeah, I, I can hear everything. We're squelching, squelching a little bit there, but that's good. All right. Uh, <laughs> so the Oilers uh, have, have elected to bring two different players in, uh, a right wing in a positional area that Edmonton doesn't have an abundance of depth right now. Uh, with Vertanen, you have extensive history with him as a broadcaster in the Western Hockey League. This guy was a six overall pick of the Vancouver Canucks. Give me, I mean, obviously, he's. this is an opportunity for him to get things going in a different direction uh, in his career path. How would you uh, tell us about the player, what you remember from him uh, in, in the WHL? Because I don't think, in fairness, he has reached what many thought or projected uh, they thought he could be uh, from his days in junior. No, and that's fair. Uh, it's He's a guy that scored 66 goals his last two years in the WHL, and he was he had that strong shot, strong on the puck, and as a result, gained himself a ton of room because of that strength, and and especially in junior, and and especially when he was 19 years old, played World Juniors his last two years uh, in the WHL. So you put him amongst his peers, and he was at the top of his class within Canada. I know the best he's done is 18 goals as a, an NHLer, and it hasn't maybe come you know to right exactly where everybody thought he would be at the nhl at this time everybody goes in a different pace and and maybe the that ceiling hasn't been hit yet i don't know he has to come in and, and try and earn himself a job he's getting an opportunity and i would think would be incredibly thankful uh, for that opportunity and would play as such yeah uh now his reputation has been as a player uh that he's had some challenges uh, reporting at top end conditioning that is that's uh, undeniable uh, and there's been a lot of questions about his hockey sense. I mean, ironically enough, one of my most vivid memories of Jake Furtanen happened right here. The first shift that Connor McDavid had in this mm. Penticton tournament in the South Okanagan Event Center back in 2015, Jake Furtanen, his former world junior teammate, lit him up right in front of the Edmonton bench with a hit. Uh, he can be a physical presence. I, I don't think he's an exceptionally, uh, he's certainly not a great fighter in any way, shape, or form. And, and, again, a lot of you are going to have a lot of opinions on, you know, whether or not he should even get an invite. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, Ken Holland and the Oilers uh, management group has uh, made the decision to uh, bring Vertanen in. 
And I remind people that he was found uh, not guilty of uh, the, the charges that uh, brought him into BC court. And we're not going to get into anything beyond no. what is what is. From our end, we'll focus on the hockey. And uh, and I'm going to say this right now. I think he, you know what? It's a PTO for Vertanen, and I think he's going to be challenged to make the team. To be frank with you, I think it's going to be really hard for Vertanen to make the team. Now, Jason Demers, a uh, little bit of back history on him. It's funny how life works out. In the summer of 2016, uh, the Edmonton Oilers brought in both Jason Demers and Milan Lucic for visits into the city. The Oilers uh, consummated a trade with the New Jersey Devils on the 29th of June. Free agency started on July 1st, but at that time you could have a five-day window, visit window before free agency, so it was in between the draft and free agency, and Jason Demers was in Edmonton. The Oilers then traded Taylor Hall on the 29th, Pete Shirelli, in a deal for Adam Larson. So that took them out of the mix of a veteran right shot defenseman in Edmonton, signed Milan Lucic uh, as a left wing. So it's interesting how that worked out. Demers uh, was signed by Florida, ultimately ended up in Arizona. Uh, he uh, spent last season, like for Tannen, in the KHL uh, and at the end of the day here, uh, this is an opportunity for him to get some NHL preseason games in. Again, I I, I got I don't know what you're thinking, Cam, but I think he's going to be challenged to make the yeah. team. Like it's it's two guys on PTOs that right now are on the outside looking in. Yeah, it, and that's the challenge for those players. And it is a lot of exhibition games or preseason games in a short amount of time uh, for the Oilers. Uh, eight preseason. You do need players to play those games, and you like to spread it around so you're not squeezing uh, too many for, for too many games. But for Demers, the same thing as Vertanen. He's got to come in and earn it and earn a contract. And we saw Colton Sevier do that uh, last season as a forward and spent a fair bit of time with the Oilers and, and some in Bakersfield, the American League. And th- 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 both those guys are in similar situations. If they do earn a contract, it would be... You know, near the minimum for sure, and well, most likely, and that's that's what the PTO is all about, I guess. Hey, you get that opportunity, and and you just have to uh, try and make the best for those players. Uh, Christopher Setoff scoring for the Flames against the Jets here, so Red Deer Rebel fans will be happy to know that. All right, a quick couple texts on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. You can text us at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Then we're going to get to the here now. Who got in the fight here? Is that Cutler? Yeah. Wasn't it didn't really get going? Bit of a yeah. Brandon Cutler uh, is uh, on the Winnipeg Jets. We thought maybe he would get involved. Uh, we've already got lots of response here. Uh, Robin Edmonton says Jake Vertanen was found not guilty. Uh, enough said. This isn't as some people think the land of social media courts. Let's play hockey already. Stoney says uh, brutal hockey player, referring to Jake Vertanen. So again, you can text us. At seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three, and we'll continue. Yeah, there's, there's, there, again, there's lots of. Uh, yeah, there'll be a lot of reaction for sure. You'd expect it, and I understand it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see what he can do, though. Yeah, and we'll see what happens here. All right, now let's get to, so two PTOs. Training camp is two days away to get started. Both players, in my opinion, long shots to make the team. Vertanen and Damaris coming in on a PTO, but the Oilers uh, could use some uh, extra bodies. And, and, again, a lot of you are going to have opinions uh, on a lot of different things. Uh, let's get to this tournament. 
who has impressed you the most from the Edmonton Oilers? Well, Dylan Holloway has been outstanding. In fact, that whole top line uh, with James Hamblin and Xavier Borgo, throughout the, the first two games, anytime that line's on the ice, they, they keep it in the opposition zone. They have a, a relentless forecheck, which has created turnovers, which has created opportunity. Uh, and, and I've also really enjoyed uh, the game of, of Noah Philp. He is, he's put some pucks towards the net, scored a goal in the last game, but that big body right shot has been able to, to create a little. Uh, so I, I think he's played well too. Philip Broberg, we were expecting him to be really good. He did play 23 games at the NHL level last year, and, and he has been really good. But he's been paired up with Max Warner of the Moose Jaw Warriors. He's a 19-year-old defenseman who will uh, very likely go back to Moose Jaw and play with the Warriors. Should be a pretty good team in the Eastern Conference. He's looked pretty good. And you know, playing with Broberg helps, but he showed poise and, and some strength and has come a long way in a short time. It's been an interesting one for me to watch, uh, uh, you know, a couple different fronts here. Number one, that top line's been the best line yes. of the tournament. There's no question about that. Uh, they've created lots of scoring opportunities. Uh, Holloway, again, I mean, I tweeted earlier today, and it was a consensus that was shared by uh, more than one general manager, uh, several other, you know, assistant GMs from teams, some of the pro scouts that are here watching players. Holloway appears to be... The, I mean, he's the best player in this tournament so far, and because of the skating ability, that tends to project well. I'm going to throw this out there for everybody right now. Right now, Dylan Holloway is a left wing. He's coming off the wrist surgery. The last He's had two wrist surgeries. He was unbelievable in the face-off circle when he was at Wisconsin in, in his second year. I know he had a game against Penn State where he won 25 of 28 face-offs. I do think, and it might not be this season, but at some point, Dylan Holloway will end up uh, back at center in the National Hockey League. So, so that's something to, to think of down the road. Entirely possible that Dylan Holloway would theoretically start the year on the Oilers roster, but maybe not start the year in Edmonton's lineup in the first game because of a procedural issue with cap uh, compliance. And, and because I do think that when Holloway is up, he's up to stay at some point, and, and it may not be right out of the gate. So they got to get his... Uh, his, uh, his money in place because they'll get stung uh, on a bonus uh, perspective if they recall him without having him on the active roster for uh, when you have to declare your rosters coming out of uh, the, the exhibition season. So something to watch for there on Dylan Holloway. Borgo is smart. Hamlin, again, Jay Woodcroft saying on Oilers now on Thursday, James Hamlin's going to get a games in the NHL. He hasn't, hurt himself. Awesome. he hasn't hurt himself. Well, he is, he's earned it. He's worked so hard as a you just look at that work rate when he's out there and the steps he's made playing in the American Hockey League in Bakersfield since coming out of Medicine Hat in the WHL. And that line, you just can't help but notice the amount of opportunity they've been able to create for themselves yep. over the course of the first two games here. I think Noah Philp has uh, yes. certainly had opportunities. He scored a terrific goal to get things started against the uh, Flames rookies on Saturday night. Uh, six foot three right shot center, six foot three right shot center. I know that there's some people uh, that believe maybe he's better at right wing. I think the Oilers have to go out of their way to, uh, to give this guy every opportunity to play center in the minors even if there's going to be some tough miles along the way. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, well, and, and that's all about developing players, is is if you 
want him to be a center and, and think he can be a center, which I think he can. Uh, you got to give him that opportunity, and there might be some some bumps, and but you got to live with that. That's how they get better is right. playing and and getting those chances. So that's no different than bringing in a young defenseman and first year pro. You're you're going to see some hiccups along the way, and usually those are a little more glaring than it is for for forwards, but. It's all part of it. I, mean, I think it's all part of the, the stress level for American League coaches. We're joined right now by Cam Moon. He's got the calls. Now, you're doing I'm color. I'm doing color. You're doing color. Brendan Bachelor. So give me a scouting. What are we going to expect to see out of the uh, Vancouver rookie squad? No first-round picks for this team. No, but from what I've watched in the first two games, the second-best line in this tournament is probably uh, Baines, Ullman, and Carlson. That the Archdeep Baines have played five years with Red Deer in the WHL, signed a, a deal. Led the WHL yep, scoring last year. That he did. Uh, he signed with Vancouver last year in March. Uh, Linus Carlson, who uh, came over in a trade with San Jose, uh, played in Sweden last year, and, and he's been he's been pretty good in this tournament too. So I, I know how many how many guys you, uh, are twenty two or plus uh, tonight for today for Vancouver because they don't have any yes, first round got- picks. They've got older guys, for yeah, sure. They've got the oldest team here, and I think that helps them out in the tournament. Mooner, let's yes. have some fun. It's been a good time here in Penticton. It was interesting. Uh, we noticed Ron Francis here last night. Uh, I wonder whether or not Seattle becomes the fifth team uh, to this uh uh, tournament. It's been a wonderful time. People have been incredibly gracious with their time and helpful. And especially, we got to give a special shout out to our driver over the course well, of Mitch the Mitch has been amazing. Mitch, Mitch Jewell has uh, stepped up. Uh, he's been uh, terrific. He's uh, shuttled us everywhere, and it's been awesome. So special shout-out to Mitch Duell, who right now is listening in his hotel room before he comes. He's been dealing with a bit of a bad back, so before he comes to the game uh, later this afternoon. So special shout-out to Mitch. Well, in my uh, history, Penticton's always a good time. So, And, again, it, it has been. And a shout-out to everybody at uh, Brent Ridge Ford in, in Wetaskiwin. There we go. Great stuff.